0: Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Laces Out podcast, our NFL podcast. No guest this week, but no guest was required, let's put it that way. We're talking the last of the playoff games and giving a little snippet, a little insight into what the Super Bowl might be, but not fully just yet. Stay tuned to see what I mean about that. Before we get started, please do consider to like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. Share the podcast around, the big one. If you've got an NFL fan in your life, send them this podcast. They will thank you for it. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out. <coughs>
1: Allegedly recurrence in progress. I can see the the, the, the dot things doing the thing. Um only two people. Now, normally that would mean that I didn't do my job and get a guest, and that's exactly what it means this week. Sort of. Because I didn't do my job and get a guest, but we don't really need one this week, and we'll get on to that in a minute. Probably should tell you where we are and what we're doing. This is Cookie Cast. This is the Laces Out Podcast, our NFL podcast, a sport that is very rarely played in this country. I am one of the hosts, and my glamorous co-host, Mr. Paul Williams, is here. How are you, sir? I sir, I'm very well. How are you? I have waited for three whole days to say this. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. We got the Super Bowl that nobody wanted, yet we all secretly knew we were getting. Spoilers. Anyway, this this is where I have to disagree. That's why why I waited three days, because I was like, I'm going to send a (laughs) message and say that, and Paul's immediate
2: response will be, I disagree with that. So, obviously in my personal opinion, the absolute nightmare ball, as it were, would have been the Baltimore Ravens versus the San Francisco 49ers, as I would have been in the uh, unenviable position of being rooting for nobody. (laughs) Which team do I want to lose more? Or which team? Which team do I want to win less? Yeah, it, it, it's that sort of. It, it keeps coming up in interviews when people say. So in the football, people get interviewed and they say like, for for say like a Manchester United player, who do you hate more, Liverpool or Man City, or which one would you like to see the which one which one do you want to see the? In fact, it got asked as a question to Gary Neville, and it was a case of. Who do you want to see win the Premier League title, Man City or Liverpool? And he said, honestly, that's like uh, asking who I want to, uh, you know, see uh, see have a go on my misses, like you know, yeah. this guy or this guy. And it's yeah. like, there's no, there's no good answer there. Yeah, there's
1: no, there's no preferable answer on that one. I'm afraid.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we covered it. To be honest, we covered it last week. Massive, massive spoiler and massive sort of flash forward. Um, I believe the phrase I used last week was, <laughs> count out Patrick Mahomes at your peril. And then I proceeded to count out Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so, um,
1: I mean, I, I, I don't want to be the I told you so guy. And I'm not saying I told you so. What I'm saying is for the last few weeks, I have just been like, I don't care who the other team is. There are two things you can't count out. Number one is Patrick Mahomes, and number two is the Chiefs. What I will say is this: the Chiefs' defense in that Ravens game, it was like they were somehow allowed to have twice as many players. They there was a point where they showed a like a more aerial view of that game. And they highlighted where all the defensive players were for the Chiefs to just show how the Ravens had zero options at the point in time that they had the ball. They were like, so you've got defense here, 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 here. And, here, and Lamar is here going this way. And there is nothing. That That Chiefs defense was insane in that game however once we jump over to the other game and look at the 49ers defense I like every Super Bowl probably since the dawn of time it's going to come down to who's got the best defense but anyway that is jumping ahead Um. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. uh, There was a point in that 49ers Lions game where I was actually like, "Oh my word, we're gonna see the Lions in the Super Bowl." I can't believe it. This is amazing. I am you know, all 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 through the certainly through the last few weeks, through the season at various points, it's been like good on the Lions. They're doing really well. They're really, you know, they're they are absolutely a team that has turned it around. And to get as far as they got, again, small amount of spoilers there. Um, absolutely fantastic, amazing work, brilliant. And in that game, it was like, it's happening. It's happening. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. They're going to go. They're
2: going to do it. No. I know know what you mean. And obviously, at different points, I felt the same. And was very much pulling for that. Um, Yeah, didn't.
0: It didn't really plan
1: out that way, did it? it took us here It didn't and it's one of those things, you know, week in, week out, I'm I'm sitting here going, I love a conspiracy mate. Um I I, I truly believe that the Lions played amazing in that game to a point. I feel they came up against a team that's like I've said before, gone into the locker room, been slapped by their, their coach and sent back out on the field with the instruction of do not come back in this locker room unless you win that game sort of situation. And you know, the second half of that game, it was a different it was a different story, unfortunately for the Lions. Um, just I I think the last few years have been an example for me of when it gets to this point of the season, which is essentially the last part of the season, I think I just want to see something different. I think I just want to be, you know, people are putting the Chiefs in the same sentence as the Patriots. That's understandable. You can completely see why that is. You agree with it. I've said a few things about, you know, you disliked the Patriots because they won. Now, that's maybe not the not the right reason, but I think we can all agree that back at that point in time, it just got to the point of like, oh, look, the Patriots are in the Super Bowl. I wonder if they're going to win. Oh, look, they're you know, they won more than they lost kind of situation. And we're putting the Chiefs in the same sentence, but I, I was saying like the the difference between the two teams is that it was just that you know oh you've got to deal with watching Brady to Gronk x number of times through the game that's the worst you're gonna to have to put up with. Whereas when you're talking about the Chiefs, it's just that catalogue of things that go with it. Be the the off the field stuff. Maybe up in the box area stuff. Now I will say this, I watched a video earlier from uh, Colin Cowhead, is it? Um, uh, And he did a thing about the whole, I know we're going to cover it, he did a thing about the whole Taylor Swift thing. The video was about nearly four minutes. And he started out, and he was very much, oh, everybody's annoyed that Taylor Swift's going to be there and they've done this whole thing about how she's going to be in Tokyo the day before, but she could fly back and blah, blah, blah. And then went on to break down things like exactly how much football is ever shown on TV. Uh, 18 minutes, apparently, of actual football shown during a game on average. Um, then looked at over these games, how much Taylor Swift was on the screen, and I think the shortest was something like 13 seconds over the entire game, and people, like, bitch-moaning and complaining about how it's it's stuff like this that's really the spot. Now, I will hold my hand up and say, count me in that crowd. And then the video took a bit of a turn about it's not what's wrong with the sport and it's not what's wrong with the, the pop star, it's what's wrong with you and as the video went on I was a bit like uh, um, the the point in time where the phrase was, has never had a meaningful relationship with a member of the opposite sex, I was like Jesus and it was like 50% and I'm like the, the the science involved in this video is immense and I feel I, I feel triggered and victimized all at the same time. Um it was it was quite an interesting video to watch because it started out with like, oh we all we're all annoyed that Taylor so Swift's gonna be there. And by the end of it you were like, How do I get that online therapy again? Because I I, I feel like I've had a I've had a swift kick to the skull. Um <laughs> But what I will say is this: It's made me change my opinion, and I'm, I no longer want to uh, want to bitch, money complain about pop stars at football games. Anyway, that was a, a long tirade about how uh, how the Super Bowl is maybe not the one I would have picked. I think I'd have liked
0: just something different. And
1: I know I know you were saying for you the Ravens versus the 49ers would be the worst. So now the worst scenario that was left. Um, I think, and I know last week we discussed the possibility of the Ravens, Lions, Super Bowl. Um, I, I think if I'm honest of what was left of the four teams that were left, I think that's what I wanted the Super Bowl to be. Ravens versus the Lions in a situation where, you know, First time, first time for the Lions going to the dance would have been like a big thing, and just a different, just a different team on the other on the other side. Just it's not the Patriots, it's not the Chiefs, it's not. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's, let's
2: let's do let's let's break down the games. That I have ruined already. Well, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that you've ruined them by any chance, uh, by any sort of stretch of the imagination. So obviously there was only two games, as we've discussed. The first of which was the Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. Myself and Leanne had both picked the Ravens in this one. Andy was the only sensible person in the room and had picked the Chiefs. So Andy's the only person who gets a point from that particular game. The Lions Forty ers I was the only person who ticked the Lions, so Andy and Leanne both get a point for the 49ers and that, which meant that Andy got the clean sweep of two from two, so got the point for the week, moving himself on to eight and a half points in the weekly picks, Uh, moving himself half a point clear on the guest and languishing on five points, which means it's between... And the and the guests when we go into Super Bowl Sunday in a couple of weeks time to determine who will be the um, the weekly picks champion, as it were. All the also on the side bet, we've done the, we've done the the thing that we've done the week before where we both we both took our own picks as as our side bet. Obviously, with me losing both my picks, that leaves me on fifty four. And increases his score to fifty. So he's only four points behind. So unless we get very creative with some side bet stuff next week, we can try and we can try and come up with five 50-50 side bet things that we can try and do to make the Super Bowl a bit more interesting. I
1: mean it's one of those things
2: like like I said last week, you know, I think I think we both had
1: a good season, and you know it was close. Not certainly not as close as last season, um, but I think it was still close enough to say that there was no clear out-and-out winner. Although I don't think there was a point in the season where you were losing. Um, so realistically, you've won every week for twenty-something uh, for weeks. For um, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to be the guy who's like, I like it. Um, but I kind of like it as a concept. It's just a little bit. It is very much a side bet situation. It is a little bit of fun. Um, I think we can still look at doing stuff for the Super Bowl. I like a little, a little flutter for the Super Bowl. Um, I will. I will say this. Uh, I met a friend of mine at, uh, on on Saturday. Uh, for for coffee, uh, which yeah, I'm not I'm not a big I'm not a big coffee drinker myself personally. Um, but um, just a little visual humour there for the audio listeners. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. I met a friend for coffee, and I said to I said to my friend, bear in mind this was Saturday, the weekend games were still to play. I said to him, do you remember um, when we sat in this? very establishment and I said to you take 50p and put it on the San Francisco 49ers to win the Super Bowl it was like "Uh uh-huh like yeah depending how the outcome of tomorrow games go uh the 49ers might be going to the Super Bowl um I I then attempted to Google what the odds were at that time, but uh, the establishment we were in has very poor receptions, Uh, but I was a bit like, I I did try to tell you. Now, as for winning the Super Bowl, but but yeah, go go into the dance. Sorry,
2: yes, go on. That was basically it for our picks and side bets and things like that. Um, obviously, from the season-long perspective, um, everyone that was still in with a shot last week technically is still correct at this point. So um, we established that you would pick the Chiefs to go all the way. Matt had picked the 49ers to go all the way. Mark had picked the 49ers to go all the way, and James had picked the Chiefs to go all the way. So they, so all of those people are still technically in with, with the chance of getting their pick correct. Um, however, Stu Woodmansey was the only person who picked the Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. So from, a, from a, if we were doing like a winner's perspective from that, Obviously, Stu gets the point in the fact that he was the only one who correctly predicted the entire matchup. Absolutely. Um, So, as it stands, um, you've gone for the Chiefs to win with Mahomes to get the MVP. Matt's gone with the 49ers to win and Joey Bosa to get the MVP. Stu has... The San Francisco 49ers to win with Christian McCaffrey to get the MVP, as does Mark. Um, James Forrester-Gray has gone with the San Francisco 49ers and Brock Purdy to the game MVP. James had picked the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl, but had uh, had picked them to go up against the Philadelphia Eagles and had picked Jalen Hurts as the Super Bowl MVP. So obviously, can't get any more points, as that obviously isn't happening. Um, so there wasn't there isn't really anything more to cover from like a a, a sort of a, a picks perspective. Um, I do I do understand though that we do have some stats from the uh, championship round of games that we can go through, which may give us a bit more of an insight into into sort of what what went down in uh, Baltimore and uh, the San Francisco Bay Bay area over the course of Sunday.
1: Yes, I had a uh, had a... textual message today that went along the lines of, are you doing an NFL this evening? Right, I certainly am. Let's do some stats then. So, uh, I, I can't confirm the stats have been delivered by Nate Davis of USA Today, but as he is normally involved, I'm going to have to say credit there and then from our perspective our our stats correspondent the stats mistress has brought the stats to us uh these are for again i, I can't tell you uh how how these are categorized i've got nfl stats so you know stats for the entire nfl uh there's quite a few some of them are juicy. Let's get amongst it. Number one, Super Bowl 58 will be the ninth rematch in the history of the game, set to occur four years after the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers clash in Super Bowl 54. Number two, and while NFL teams change significantly over any four-year period, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, tight end Travis Kelsey and DT Chris Jones and Niners tight end George Kittle, DE Nick Bosa and wide receiver Debo Samuel are among the leading lights who also appeared in Kansas City 31-20 victory at Miami's Hard Rock Stadium to cap the 2019 season. Number 3, one more win and the 49ers will join New England and Pittsburgh as the only franchises with six Lombardi trophies. One more win and the Chiefs will become the first team to win back-to-back Super Bowls since the 20 uh, since the 2003 and 2004 Patriots. Number 4, the Chiefs are only the third team to reach the Super Bowl four times in a five-year period, a pre- previously matched by the Bills and the Patriots. Number five, Sunday was the first AFC title game not played at Kansas City's Arrowhead Stadium in six years. It was also the first to be played in Baltimore in 53 years. Number six, Sunday was Reed's 11th conference championship game appearance. Only Belichick has more with 13. My final stat for this week is number seven. Reed next heads to his fifth Super Bowl, joining Belichick, nine, and Hall of Famers Don Schuler, six, and Landry, five. As the only head coaches to achieve that. Over to you from more stats.
2: Mm. Thank you very much. Um, so leading on with the uh, the sort of the Super Bowl stats, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, twenty eight. He's set to become the first quarterback to start four Super Bowls before the age of thirty. Wow. He's also the first to play six consecutive postseason games without throwing an interception. The Ravens managed only 81 rushing yards on Sunday, the only time all season the NFL's top-ranked ground attack failed to produce at least 100 yards. Baltimore running backs only received six carries against Kansas City. That is absolutely ridiculous. Sunday's highlight had to be Baltimore quarterback Lamar Jackson's Thirteen yard, uh, thirteen yard pass and catch, the longest postseason completion by a player to himself in the Super Bowl era. Now, if that's not an American stat, I don't know what is. Two
1: things: one, it's got it's got to go down as like a legendary play,
0: and two. The speed at which somebody managed to get onto the internet, the Mr. Perfect
1: throwing a touchdown pass to himself video in comparison. I was just like, that's fast. It was literally like, wow. Oh, look. Like, oh, my God, that was amazing. Look.
2: Brilliant. You love to see it. Jackson, who ran the ball at a team-high eight times for just 54 yards, joined Steve Young, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson and Colin Kaepernick as the only quarterbacks to rush for at least 500 career yards in the postseason. 49ers QB Brock Purdy will try and match Ben Roethlisberger as the only players in history to win a Super Bowl and play in two conference championship games in their first two seasons. Whether it be an extra point or a field goal try, Niners rookie Jake Moody has now missed a kick in three consecutive games. Not mm-hmm. really what you want to be looking at when you were, when we get into the postseason. No. Two more for me before we're finished. The Lions remain one of four NFL teams to never reach the Super Bowl. They're the only team in the league that's failed to get there despite being in operation for the entirety of the game's existence. The other Super Sundayless squads are Cleveland Browns from 1995, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, sorry, no, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars from 1995, the Cleveland Browns from 1999, and the Houston Texans from 2002. Those are obviously the years that those particular franchises either were born or came back into the league. And, as we reach the end, Ravens wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. says he has not. He caught three balls for 22 yards on Sunday, which may have been his last in a Ravens uniform. However, OBJ said in the locker room afterwards that he plans to continue his career and hopes that Baltimore will re-sign him. That's all the stats. Sure is. I suppose this is a bit. It's a bit of a strange podcast because obviously this is the point of the podcast where we dive straight into the next week's games. But um, as we discussed on last week's podcast, the next week games oh, are the yeah uh, are the Pro Bowl games, which. Uh. As stated, we want absolutely zero power. Help. So um, like like I said last week, to be fair, the um the format of the Pro Bowl changing has made it somewhat better to watch, I'm not gonna lie. Um but it's not the sort of thing that you feel like you must watch live, let's put it that way. No. Um
1: I mean, we discussed it last week, didn't we? I, I, I said there were years in the past, but I remember one year getting really excited for the prize. I think it was the first time I sat down. I was like, I'm going to watch the Pro Bowl. It's going to be amazing. Uh, I regretted every decision I'd ever made in my entire life at that point, and uh, I considered pulling my own eyes out. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, this is the point where we'd normally be predicting games, I mean, side bets, et cetera. The game is the Pro Bowl. We're not concerned about that. So we will reconvene the week before. So next week. Um, One of us has already put legwork in to get a uh, collection of guests. So look look out for that. Look forward to that. Um, And as we know, there's a, there's a football game going on. That's the, in some ways, the big the big part of the day. But for us here at the Laces Out podcast, that's only part of it. Realistically, we know what everybody wants to know. We know why everyone tunes in. They stick with us week in, week out, every season for this moment, the big moment, the moment where we find out what everyone's eating for the Super Bowl. And this year, the planning, the the scientific formulas that are currently in play to get us to that day so that we can maximise, and I do mean maximise, our just sheer joy. Uh, all I know is that the snack helmets will be brought out of storage, shall we say? Cleaned, freshly cleaned down, uh, freshly stocked, and put out for everybody to Um What goes in that snack helmet? Join us next week to find out. Mr. Williams, anything else on the cards before we
2: let these people go? No, not really. Um, obviously, it was just the case of, um, I, obviously, I, I didn't get what I wanted. You didn't get what you wanted. But I'm sure somewhere out there, there's, there's a lot of people that are incredibly happy and very much looking forward to the Chiefs Cheeks 49ers at Super Bowl once again. Um, and obviously I'll, I'll watch the game I'll still enjoy it as long as a certain team doesn't win but we'll get into all of that talk next week so we'll save we'll save those particular gems for uh, for next week's podcast I'll say I honestly it's
1: going to be it's going to be a highlight of my season listening to to, to you try and Keep it reined in. Keeping a level of, of professionalism to say, you know, I, I, I feel that it'd be it'd be better for everybody involved if the if the Chiefs could do us all the favour.
2: I don't know but, what you could. possibly. am sure. I'm sure you don't. Um,
1: I, I have I have my own opinions on the whole situation. Um, so yeah. There's plenty to come back for. Let's put it that way. It's uh, probably going to be quite a bumper episode edition podcast. Um, and yeah, like I say, guests galore. Glorious. Boy, mate. Right. If that's everything from you, it's certainly everything from me. And it's absolutely everything from that guy there. Um, he didn't even want to come on the camera. He was like, nah, I'm, I'm keeping my powder dry. Um, so there we go thank you for joining us thank you for watching, listening and being a part of what has been the 2023-24 season, all that's left is the big one so uh, come back and hear what we think is going to go down find out where our our all pound coins are going in in the betting system and uh, find out what is what is the best dip? Let's face it. That's the one we really want to know. Until then, it's uh, it's bye from me. Uh, it's absolutely bye from him. And we shall see you in a week's time. Tatty buys.
0: So there we go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one gone. That's the uh, that's the end of the season as a, as a whole. All that's left is the Super Bowl. Join us next week as we talk about the Super Bowl. Before you go, please don't forget to like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave reviews where you can leave reviews. Check out the website, thecookiecast.com. Over there we've got social media links and an email button and that way you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. This has been another episode of Cookie Cast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe.